0: What's up guys and welcome back to Paint Bravely. The podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. Now, today we're going to be getting into a little bit of the art of eBay, and I mean, this is something I think we both have a bit of experience with and uh some Craigslist, some other things. What kinds of things can we do to find used models and I don't know, get a deal, as it were. But, of course, before that, what have you been up to, Brent?
1: Okay, alright, I'm prepared this time. Today, in the mail, I got sanding twigs. Okay, so, holding them up in front of the camera here, I got sanding twigs, and in particular, I got a specific grit of sanding twig. Now, what these are, are little foam sticks, and they have sandpaper on either side. Now, I mean, there's, basically they serve the purpose of like a file for cleaning up a mini or whatnot. But I have found that these are the perfect things for cleaning up bases, especially. So on a base rim, especially like the older GW bases that had the sprue on that like yeah, attached that to the rim. Mm-hmm. And so you always got that like knobbly divot just right on the fl- <laughs> smooth flat surface of the rim. They've they've started casting them you know differently so that the uh, the injection port is like on the underside mm-hmm. of the base now, which is mm-hmm. much better. But it's still a major trope that you know half the bases I own have a a nasty little thing that needs to be sanded off on the base, and it took me years to figure out what the proper tool for that was. <laughs> You know, uh, if you use an X-Acto blade, you either end up with, like, kind of a weirdly flat spot, or, like, you make the divot worse, or, um, and even a file that just isn't quite right, but these foam sanding twigs are perfect. This is the only tool I've ever found that, like, flattens that divot off perfectly, and so, yeah, just, it's a cheap little thing to kind of add to my, my files and my other sanding stuff. Um, Now, the reason I'm particularly excited here is that if you go on Amazon, the only thing you can find is a multi-pack of sanding twigs. And so it has a bunch of different grits in it. And I I think the deal that they always offer is there's these uh, little plastic baggies that have 20 assorted twigs in them, and all of them are the wrong grit. (laughs) So, uh, I think they had a deal where it was like five packs of 20 and, you know, each one is like a different color. There's, there's red and blue and black and white. And the only correct grit is blue. Okay. And out of a hundred sticks, I got one of them oh. when I ordered the multi-packs and...
0: That's, it's not good. Oh no. Oh, here it is. Here it is.
1: Okay. Okay, here it is. So for, like, the last six months, this has been my most prized possession, is this one nasty old blue sanding twig. Okay. Mostly, yeah, mostly. But there have been days where I've, like, lost mm. it, or it's been behind something, or under something, and I I panicked just now because <laughs> I thought I lost it, but luckily, today in the mail, I got a hundred new oh, blue-only nice. twigs. So...
0: That's that's real nice. And where you got those on Amazon, or did you buy them? Okay.
1: No, no, no. no. So that's yeah, the rest yeah. of the story. So Amazon often doesn't have exactly mm-hmm. what you want. Like, like I've I've looked, and you can only get the multi pack on Amazon. And I am not rolling those dice no. again. Mm-mm. No. I mean, seriously, it is this, this tiny little foam twig. Mm-hmm why would you want 40 grit sandpaper Uh, on
0: that? Yeah. Like, what would you even use that for?
1: Right. Like 40 grit is if you're trying to take off like five layers of paint (laughs) off of your deck. Like it's, it it does not belong on like a little precision instrument like
0: this. It's really interesting. Actually. I wonder there has to be some specific use for that, right? Like for that small of a file with that large of sand, I don't thing. know.
1: Anyway, the the company is DuraSand. And so what I did is I just found their website for mm-hmm. DuraSand, got, got sanding twigs, and the blue ones are kind of one side of the blue is 120, I guess 120 grit, and the other side mm. is 240. And it, it turns out that, like, the combination of those is, like, two shades of blue. But anyway, it turns out, like, the combination of those is just perfect for... For taking that burr off of the edge of bases. And I am inordinately proud of myself for for discovering this thing. And now, you know, getting the initiative to finally go away from Amazon.com to the website that actually sells yeah. exactly what I wanted. And, I mean, they're cheap. You know, like two bucks for a, a pack of 20 of these
0: things. It's not so. bad. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I've been using sanding sticks for a while. Just to clean up mold lines in weird places. Um, yeah, the, the burrs on the, on the bases, that kind of thing. But, uh, I have no idea what grit my sanding sticks are. And I, I get like 20 of them in a pack for five bucks at Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Okay. They seem fairly fine grit and I'm pretty sure both sides are the same. um, but yeah, they, they work all right for most things. Uh, sometimes like it's not fine enough if you're trying to, like if, if you fill a gap with like milliput or something, you know, going over that, you can see the sanding lines. Obviously I'm going to be looking at this website and getting that instead. Cause, uh, knowing the grit of your sandpaper is kind of important. Yeah, that's pretty great.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, look, while I was over there buying the blue 120, 240 grit stuff, I also found an mm. even finer one, pink. Okay. And I haven't even tried these yet. I'm not sure what these are, are good for, but uh, these are 280 slash 320. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, even a little bit finer, they feel they feel like they could be good for something. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I, again, I don't know what the super coarse... Uh, sanding twigs are four here it it does not make a lot of sense to me
0: nothing uh, comes I'm, to mind
1: uh, i assume dura sand just made a ton <laughs> of them realized there was no purpose for the coarse ones and then just sold them all as multi-packs on ebay
0: to to suckers who were really just going for the blue ones but <laughs> that that actually makes a lot of sense they're just offloading yeah you know maybe somebody will figure yeah, this no, out so-
1: yeah, actually, uh, a week or two ago, I was watching James Wapple on Twitch, and he was using these sanding twigs, and we actually got into a conversation about, yeah, it's the blue ones that mm-hmm. you need, and like, he had the exact same <laughs> multi-pack from Amazon, it's like, yeah, most of them are, there's no purpose for them, but anyway, uh, to wrap this little section up here, uh, Durasand sanding twigs, you can get exactly the grit you want, just go to durasand.com or whatever Sweet. it is, and... Yeah, some somewhere in the uh, grid of like hundred twenty to something yeah. like that. It's good stuff. I feel like good this.
0: Stuff. I yeah. feel like this should have been in last, the last podcast, like necessary hobby tools. <laughs> like we didn't even talk about that.
1: Well, no, this showed up today. And and last podcast I was saying like, look, I've I've slowed down. I haven't That's been true, buying yeah. any, like major equipment purchases. Um, yeah, I, I spent $20 on a lot of the correct size sanding twigs.
2: Like,
1: you know, this hobby is, you know, we're always, uh, spending a little bit of our extra cash and our extra time on, on stuff we want or need. And that $20 purchase made me very happy and I will never, you know, lose my sanding twig again. (laughs) I'll always have one or it's like nail (laughs) clippers, you know? If, if you can't find nail clippers one day, you, you go to the store and you buy six <laughs> yeah. nail clippers and you scatter them around your house, and you will always find them in a drawer. That's somewhere. That's
0: true. I do find them in a random places.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drawer, mm-hmm, car, mm-hmm. bathroom, under mm-hmm. some stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool.
1: I like it. All right, Casey. That's 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 me. That's, that's my, your that's your update uh, update of the day. What's Everything's what's new slowed with you?
0: down with you? <laughs> yeah um, I've been printing off a whole bunch of bases for uh, that orc army that I keep talking about yeah I, I printed off like what was it 50 or 60 resin bases of varying sizes um, so I really want to make this army really cool so that's been consuming a lot of my time because <laughs> I've just been like repeating the prints and then, you know, kicking mm-hmm. them out, batch painting them and then, you know, keeping it going. So I've been doing a lot of that stuff, Um trying to get ready for, uh when is this coming out? Whatever the next video that I'm putting out is going to be painting that orc army. So we're yeah, getting super orky so- this month. Like we're nearing the end of October. And I'm gonna finish it strong by painting an entire army. So, pretty excited. Much respect for that. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, I I love that feeling. If a if a print goes well, and you can just take off the bottle and tell your uh, printer to just do it again, yes. keep on going. Like, uh, a lot of the time consuming stuff is just setting up mm-hmm. the runs. You know.
0: Yeah, actually, so... with the the new printer that I got, the uh that mono, um. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a way cheaper printer than the one I have, but the, the plate attaches in a different way and it levels in a different way. So I've only had to level it since I've gotten it now twice. Just hit print. Pretty good. You know, and it's been, I don't know, it's just been working for me. So I've been feeling pretty good about that and uh, getting a lot of prints out. Nice. So.
1: I actually don't really like resin bases because I don't, mm-hmm. um, just the way they print, like, I feel like they're, they're brittle. Really? Okay. And I don't know, it's a, it's a mental hang up for me. Um, do you print them flat on mm-hmm. the print bed or do you give them support? Straight so you're just flat, flat on yeah. the print bed? Yeah. And do you have a problem like you know kind of scraping them off the print
0: bed without damaging them i can see how you would but in my case these are like scrap metal bases so there's piles of scrap metal overhanging the tops so i can just pry them right up and they just pop off
1: but yeah i i mean we were just talking about how (laughs) i uh i have have a thing about not liking an imperfect base Mm -hmm. edge and you know i I don't know if there's a way to like sand if there's like a big old chip in the in in the base, you know. Right. But if I hey, know. if you're getting good prints off them and and it's working for you, that's. I think awesome. I just
0: figured out what that uh, those sanding sticks are probably good for. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, those the the super large grit ones, like yeah, you could sand yeah. down some resin pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> wear a respirator
1: yeah use go through all the different colors to get just the perfect right. sand job on it yeah yeah if you uh if you want some colored variety packs come on over and i'll uh <laughs> all hook right. you up
0: with some that's perfect uh yeah i i i totally get what you mean by like the imperfect bases and not liking resin because it does seem a little brittle um but i suppose it, it just kind of depends on the style of base that you're printing Um you know yeah. like like these all have like a little pad on the bottom that is supposed to come off but you know when the the, okay. the rims are black and everything else is painted up i mean you can't tell the difference and uh yeah i was i was surprised cuz i i printed out a few just to test the printer out and i just liked them so much that i i went for it on the rest of the army um I even, I even took some of the files that I got into blender, stretched them to make ovals and, you know, put shapes in there to make flying bases, uh, for all the def coptas that I have. Um, and I kind of like fixed up the, the stretching, uh, put some more texture in there and like printed that out. And it was just, I don't know. I just kind of went down a rabbit hole in the hobby and, uh, came out, came out good.
1: That sounds fun. Blender is a good skill to have if you uh if you like to print yeah. stuff, so.
0: Well, when I was in college, I took a year of 3D modeling. Yeah, and at the time it was kind of like this is cool <laughs> and pointless, mm-hmm. but they went toward my credits, you know, for uh the stuff I was doing. Um and it was a, it was a good time. I haven't used that skill in 10 years. <laughs> so like it's slowly coming back, but it's been a minute,
1: yeah, that's coming back around yeah. strong that's a that's a useful thing to have right yeah. there,
0: yeah, I never thought I'd actually get back into it it's a it's a weird thing this hobby for me in like the last few years, especially is the culmination of all of these weird random skills that I've picked up in my entire life and is now being put to use and yeah.
1: Oh, no, that's an awesome point. Like, and it continually amazes me, like how all of our different backgrounds Mm -hmm. assist us in some weird way in this hobby, you know, old black magic craft Jeremy with his (laughs) construction background and um, weird classes that you've taken. And, you know, my chemistry background isn't directly useful, but sometimes indirectly, it's, it's nice to have. And, um, yeah, it's this hobby can really bring together a ton of different stuff and, you know, even, even working on a printer or whatever, Mm -hmm. like it's nice to know which way to turn a, turn a screw (laughs) to make
0: it tighten and loosen, you know? Yeah. it's a good skill. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's mostly it for my, my updates. I, I painted a bunch more orcs and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. It's just, like I said, it's been an orky, months nice. so far. Nice. I'm
1: uh also in 3D printing land myself here. There's a there's a couple of kickstarters that are either live now or very soon will be live for friends. So Do you want to do you want to mention is, that one uh, in
0: particular? The...
1: Absolutely, yeah. So uh, as we're recording Pit Fighters is live and that's from 3D Printing Pro Greg. And uh that's Kind of a small scale game. I actually haven't read the rules <laughs> for the game, but the models are awesome. And I don't know if they come with uh, resin bases or not, but <laughs> I, I printed mine off and put them right on plastic right. bases because that's what I do. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but yeah, that's a that's a fun one. Like these these three D printing projects and kickstarters and patreons and stuff. Again, it's interesting to see, like, the skills that the, you know, various people are mm-hmm. bringing to it. And I know some of the some of the big ones, they're very good artists, but they don't actually print uh. very often. Like, a, some of these, like, um, I assume Artisan Guild has a printer now, but for the first several months where they were becoming a very successful Patreon, Artisan Guild, like, they, they're just they had their computer and, and no printer and really, you know, people across the world were telling them that their prints were coming out awesome and stuff. Huh. Um, but, but anyway, this, this Kickstarter uh, pit fighters from Greg at the 3d gotcha. printing pro uh, it's interesting because he's not the one actually doing the sculpting, but he's the one designing the characters and then providing, you know, multiple rounds of feedback on the sculpture mm-hmm. But his expertise now is in just printing hundreds and thousands of nice. minis. And, and he's the guy who actually does supporting for companies like right, yeah. Um And so this cat, I tell you. Uh, so, <laughs> so when he's designing a mini, like the things he's thinking about are where do the supports go? What regions are going to have mm-hmm. trouble printing out right? What places are going to be fragile? Um, you know, could we reposition something to have fewer islands so that it supports easier? And it's kind of fun to work on those models because they do come out a little bit mm-hmm. different. You know, he's at yeah, the, the artistic direction and, and like, how deep are grooves and how prominent are features. Um, so it's it's kind of fun to look at those models because you know the scars on models Mm -hmm. are deeper Um, a lot of things are just more pronounced so that it will show up very clearly when it's printed whereas if it's just done entirely on a computer screen well you know someone working you know doing the sculpting on a computer screen can zoom way Mm -hmm. in on a 27 inch monitor and kind of lose perspective
0: yeah Yeah. that sounds pretty awesome I should probably mention that we're not we're not being sponsored or paid. These are just friends of ours that have things going on that we want to mention.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's kind of what I've been up to this month actually. And so shortly after that, uh, Danny three D printed tabletop has a Kickstarter coming out, uh, the Lost Adventures Volume Two, and that's kind of like d and D module stuff, but very whimsical, mm-hmm. fun. A lot of like townsfolk characters, as well as some monsters and stuff. Um, and I've got a couple of really fun, like animal characters for that one, like a a friendly turtle and then a fishing cat. And really yeah, cool stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've actually seen the stuff for that, and uh, I'm I'm excited for that one. Yeah, it's looking real good.
1: Yeah. So I finished doing my prints for that one today, and I'm going to be painting those up soon, but. And we're kind of uh, in a little bit of a Kickstarter phase here. We're helping out some friends, doing a doing some some promotions for some cool stuff that some friends are up to. Uh, one because it is fun stuff, but but two because they're our friends and we want them to succeed yeah. and doing good stuff for the hobby. So for
0: sure, yeah, it's nice to see like you know one person on their channel can hit that point where you know, ideas can really come to life, you know. Like if it's drawing, you know, you hire a sculptor or whatever the concepting is, coming up with all this stuff. It's just really cool that just in I guess today's world, um, you know, if you have an idea you can pursue it and do something like that and be successful. It's fantastic. Mm.
1: Casey. I had an yeah. idea. And I'm not, and I'm going to do, like, this isn't cool what I'm about to do, I'm just going to say I had okay. an idea, it's possibly going to be a Kickstarter, and I had it, like, yesterday. So this is just, you know, someday people may, like, you know, in the future they may listen to this old episode <laughs> oh, yeah. and be like, it was the Dr. day Brent before about... <laughs> Brent and Casey recorded episode 17 of Paint Bravely, the podcast, Brent had okay. this idea. lay it on me. Well, well, no, no, I, I, it's, it's too early to say what oh, the idea is. So you're that's just going to tease cool it to now. everybody
0: listening and then you're going to tell mm-hmm. me afterwards. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. That's fine.
1: Yeah, if you're nice, right. I'll tell you afterwards. So that's just just a tease. Moving on.
0: <laughs> Do you want to get into, um, <laughs> is there anything else before we move on to the art of eBay? Uh
1: Jazza sent me a cool art box with a bunch of fun minis in there. And uh that's another project I'm working on. Uh another fun product initiative of a fellow YouTuber and cool guy that uh we want to see succeed. And so succeeding. That'll is... that'll be a video on the Goobertown Hobbies channel eventually. Yeah, that'll be cool.
0: Look forward to that.
1: Sweet box. Yeah, that uh that's the new stuff with me here.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I think that uh I think that does it for new new stuff. All right, so the art of eBay. How often do you go onto eBay and browse models?
1: Recently, mm. not often. A few years ago, a lot. Yeah. A lot.
0: Now, is this mm-hmm. because, I don't know, 3D printing has come into play? Like, you're getting that fix a little more often? Uh, partially
1: it's because my collection has grown and I haven't felt like I, uh, had any justification at all for buying more used minis to put mm. into the collection. Mm-hmm. So, so partially it's because I've, uh, maybe phased out mm. of that or, or, or matured out of that or just, mm. uh, no more storage space to be, be buying random minis on eBay. But okay. Yeah, there was... There was definitely a phase in my life where I was, uh, you know, like stressed at work or something, pop over to eBay, see what new like sisters of battle were up there. And this was, you know, metal sister or maybe dark Eldar, you know? Yeah, there was, there was a definite phase I went through of, of I don't know, maybe, maybe a year or so where that was one of my like time wasting websites, you know, yeah. eBay looking for models. Telling myself that they were going to go to good use, and some of them mm-hmm. since then have gone to good use. Not not a particularly big percentage, but some mm-hmm. of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if you uh, if you keep doing how, the how about that...
1: you? How often do you
0: go on eBay looking mm. for deals? Mm. I don't know, like four or five times a day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still in the time wasting category. Like if I'm pulling my phone out, like I. I'd much rather go on eBay than like Facebook. Um you know, hmm. I can scroll for days on on eBay. It's kind of the same thing and you never know what's going to pop up. Um uh, but yeah, I mean, I go on all the time. Um Yeah, my collection, I don't I don't know that if it's ever going to necessarily be big enough. I can see running out of room. And I'm 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 pretty close to to getting there. Like I've got some shelf space, you know, that I purchased recently, but yeah, that's going to fill up pretty quick. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm also the kind of person that sells models on eBay, so it's kind of a wash if it, you know, if you could say that. So I don't know if that's necessarily a concern, but I can see it being a concern. I don't know. I can't believe you're just not buying models it, it's killing me
1: no i mean we all go through phases with what our you know time wasting website <laughs> okay. is they, i had a much longer phase where it was the the reddit for a song of ice and fire you know reading okay, all sure. the the game of thrones theories and but it has been 10 years since the last book so mm-hmm. i've read all the theories <laughs> now so there's no need to go back there and to to a degree it's a little bit the same with ebay mm. like i've in my life I have now scored many scores in terms of used mini deals and and we'll talk about yeah. that, but just just in recent history I have not spent a lot of time on eBay mm-hmm. at all.
0: Well, let's see then. Um figure we could kind of go into that history a little bit of like how long have you been using it? Um and then start to kind of pick out some of the cooler things that you may have found and then Possibly getting into the territory of, like, what to do on eBay. Okay. Sure,
2: sure.
1: <clears throat> so, when when you are shopping on eBay, are you looking for specific models, specific army, specific games, or just deals in general? Like, what's your... Uh, what are you hunting for? For the
0: most part, it's deals in general. Um occasionally it is it is for an army and especially when i started um it was like one army you know i was only looking for eldar back in you know 2000 mm-hmm. or whatever so yeah it used to be that and and i would like set stuff up this is before pictures on ebay too which is is crazy um i made some mistakes <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I started doing that just army specific stuff. I would have searches set aside, you know, and then uh, now, of course, because of the channel, I pretty much just browse everything under the the title Warhammer. And whatever is good and cheap is good for me. (laughs) So as long as I don't own too many of that thing or it's, you know, something generic like just a space marine then i'm pretty much looking for it
1: yeah i mean you are unique in that you're you have a channel a a business that completely justifies just going and buying any you know warhammer mini that's yeah. that's cheap that's that's content for you you have the perfect justification <laughs> for doing that um, a lot of people behave in a similar way without having that justification, mm-hmm. but there are other ways to justify, you know, going on eBay, cruising for deals, yeah. buying more minis. Um, uh, to, to a degree, like I really value having a deep bits mm-hmm. box, like having a variety of minis that I can use as backdrop characters or, or for bits or for the day you just need to paint a crew or or whatever the case (laughs) may be, you know? (laughs) Oh, thanks buddy. Uh, but, but no, seriously, like, uh, part of the, the motivation that I had when I got back into the hobby was like, one of the things on my shopping list was get a decent bits box. Mm. And there was, uh, a time like early on when I was just getting back into the hobby for the first time since, you know, high school, essentially, that I I would even go and search for like Warhammer bits. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of auctions that I didn't end up buying that I looked at really seriously that were, you know, kind of leftover sprues from you know just, just all the extra bits that somebody didn't use from their collection. And I, you know, put in some bits. I didn't I didn't win a lot of those, but um for me, that was a that was something I wanted. It was just an assortment of bits. If I need, you know, to put a, a big gun on somebody or some spikes or, you know, who knows what you might want, head swaps mm-hmm. or, or what have you. Because um, I mean, what we're talking about here is, <laughs> it, it just going on and and looking for deals. And what are the motivations for buying something that you don't have a clear purpose for yeah. it you know
0: i mean i think we we like to tell ourselves stories and you know justify that hunt if you will um you know i see a squad of we'll just call them croots and you know there are 10 of them and they're 10 dollars i don't i don't need it's not i don't need price. 10 croots but I no. can easily say, maybe, I'm going to start a new army. Okay. So in the
1: context of Casey is going to build a tower army, <laughs> in the context of, like, Casey actually thinks that Casey is going to build a tower mm-hmm. army, I think I think then it starts to make more sense. Like, yeah, you know, maybe a game would come where I'd actually want to play with a squad of like Like, yeah, sure. Like, uh maybe maybe you're shopping for everything except like some of the metal drones which you are just cannot be bothered with putting a metal drone on a on a flight stick you know um so so maybe just on your shopping list is anything from the Tau army except for a couple of particularly heinous units and there's there's your justification well, right
0: there just because we're on the topic of Tau <laughs> um yeah cool. so not too long ago I was, uh, I was on a, a local Facebook group and we'll get into to Facebook groups a little bit, but I, you know, I just want to get into this a little, um, I bought an airbrush from a painter friend and then somebody else noticed that, you know, it was me buying this stuff and, and the dude was like, oh man, um, so if you're interested, <laughs> like I've got all this Tao stuff and it's busted. Like broken towel yeah yeah i'm I'm into that, so I spent fifty dollars on a bunch of towel stuff, <laughs> and then it kind of got out a little bit. Somebody sent me one of the old metal shadow suns. I don't know if you've seen that model, it's really cool.
1: Mm. I'm pretty sure it's in my roulette box nice, actually yeah.
0: yeah it's it's pretty nice, um. Yeah, and a subscriber actually sent that to me and I still haven't painted it. It's on the list, but I have all this other Tau stuff now. And you know, I saw that Crute today and I was just thinking, like, you know <laughs> it's not a bad idea. But that's the kind of that's the kind of justification, right, that you can have. Yeah, I found one thing, I found another thing, pieces start to align, right? And then all of a sudden I've convinced myself that I'm a Tao player and I have almost no actual interest in, in doing that, but here I am at like five, six hundred points of tau. Oh,
1: you can do better.
0: I know. And I will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty easy to to, you know, get into that mode of uh well, I've got a couple of guild ball players. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get into that mm-hmm. someday. Or like, you know, those mech warriors are pretty cool and they've been popping up in my searches a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And we can always find reasons to shop, so uh, you know what? We're not here to to rag no. on anybody for wanting cool models. Maybe we should uh, transition into how to get those cool models cheap.
0: I like that, yeah. That's what you're here I for. I mean, if we're talking about it. That's that's usually. That is mm-hmm. probably the biggest question that I get. Um, is how do I find the, the models at the prices that I do? Because I like to say, you know, I bought this on eBay. It was X amount, whatever. Um, and people don't tend to believe me. I don't know why. I believe me. I don't know. <laughs> that makes
1: a lot of sense, actually. I can, I can totally see that. Yeah. Any, any YouTube thing where you said, I, you know, I started with this material and it cost right, me yeah. this much money. <laughs> like people will. Literally today, uh, on a two-year-old video about building a storage case right. for minis, somebody said, "Yeah, you took, you know, seventy-five dollars in supplies and six hundred dollars in tools." Like, like. <laughs> I was also living in a home at the time, and that cost a lot of money too. And and you can see I was using electricity, and uh, they they don't just give that out for free, you know. Sorry, sorry, calm down, no, calm down. You, it's fine. Uh, man. I
0: I understand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no way you bought that crude for ten dollars. The box of those crude is thirty dollars, and I do not believe that you found a way to yeah. get them for ten well, I tried to get them for 10 and I could only find $25. So what am I supposed to make of that? You know, know what's funny
0: is the the last video that I made was uh, about orc brutes, right? Iron Jaw's orc brutes. And in the, the kind of intro to that video, I did talk about kind of the highs of brutes, generally where they sit, and the lows. So, you know, there's a price range. I'm saying, this is what I bought them for. If you want some, look for these prices. Don't pay more than this per model. And if you go above this number, buy a new box. You know, if you can't find them Mm -hmm. and you need them or something. Um, And I thought that was a good way to kind of get around that a little bit. Like, just giving that range of, here are the possibilities, here's what I've seen, you know.
1: Yeah, I think you can get away with a lot if you just say like, "Here's the here seems to be yeah, the typical yeah. going price."
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's 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 start with the things that you do when you type in eBay.com or you go on the app.
1: This is what I'm here for. You're the <laughs> yeah. expert, Casey.
0: So there are a couple of different things that I like to do. Um, I usually use my phone because it's easy notifications, you can bid, you can do everything on your phone, pretty much, that you can do on the, the desktop version. Um, but specifically because of push notifications, that's why I like to use the phone. So say you just want to search for Warhammer, and you want any models under $10. You just type in Warhammer, and it comes up, right? And what I like to do is go through all of the filters, you know, filter out new models, anything like that. Cause you don't, I mean, if you're on eBay, you you could buy new models, but generally like you're, you're looking for something used that's probably been painted. Um, yeah. Like I don't have a problem with stripping models. That doesn't bother me. I know it does for some people, but I, look for the ones that have already been painted. So, fully assembled, painted, probably a single model, you know, that kind of thing. And you can go as deep as you want, but the the important thing is that you set the price, you know, say you want a $10 or under model, you want to set it for, like, $3 to $10 so that you don't get any of the weird, you know, 99-cent stuff because there's just garbage at kind of the bottom of the barrel. Um. But I I like to do that three to ten dollars and then Hmm. I turn on notifications so that every single day when something new comes up into that category, I get a notification on my phone and it says, oh, for this search, one hundred and seventy five items have been added. And I can scroll through only the new items that have been added in that section and throw those in my watch list or buy them if they're buy it now or whatever. Um, And I think that's that's probably the best way to do it because if something pops up you know say you got five minutes you can scroll through a hundred two hundred listings just kind of over overlooking everything and i pretty much guarantee you at least one or two things are going to pop out you know and obviously if you want something more specific like a faction army whatever uh you can throw that in your filters so that's that's kind of the easiest way to do that, and it's right at your fingertips in your pocket with those notifications. That's the important bit.
1: Yeah, and so you get one daily notification? Is that how Pretty you have much, it yeah. set up?
0: I have like a main search that yeah. I've got specific filters for the things I'm looking for, and then that's just the thing that, that comes up every day.
1: Okay, now I'm curious. Now, that actually sounds like a really <laughs> good idea and a lot of fun. I'm It, I'm it is fun now, because...
0: Yeah it's like the stuff that's popping up is basically what you're looking for or else it won't pop up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, minimum price above 99 cents is also genius. I like <laughs> yeah. that because there's a lot of like somebody selling, you know, one head yeah. with the starting. Yeah. Or or just the shenanigans of selling anything with a starting
0: price mm-hmm. of 99 cents. But yeah. So I, I just avoid those altogether. Cause that's annoying.
1: <laughs> okay. So the, something I used to do a lot was search for lots mm-hmm. like Warhammer lot would be, um, kind of mm-hmm. my keywords. So where I was trying to, to get in on that value of someone just selling a box crap they didn't right. want anymore. That's, uh, basically all of my success on Craigslist or, or, uh, ebay or whatever has been through somebody just selling a a box of stuff they don't want Mm -hmm. anymore they say it's a warhammer lot and you can see that there's like one full squad of space marines and then just like a pile of stuff Mm -hmm. in there if you zoom in on the picture like there's a terminator arm uh pretty sure that's part of a land (laughs) speeder okay that's definitely a dark Elf. you know um and you know, I find with, it's just like a box of stuff that they don't really total up the value a lot of times. And so they, they do the undervaluing for you. And especially if it's like, you know, nasty pictures and it's hard to tell even what all's in there. Like if if you can do the calculation, okay, it's definitely worth at least this much. And there might be some actually cool stuff underneath those Mm -hmm. ugly bits, you know, so when you do notifications, do you look for any of the uh, the package deals of lots or I don't know what the other good keywords would be? Um,
0: like lot is a good keyword. That's definitely something that people use all the time. Um, there's also, you can sort that. So you can sort by single miniature, you can sort by squad, that's like five to ten. Um, and then you can sort by lot or bulk. So you can set up a filter for bulk. And it's those kinds of listings. Um, and actually, weirdly, right now, I think that's kind of, like, things are kind of shifting to that. Uh, single models are getting a little more expensive, um, probably just due to the popularity of of Games Workshop and Warhammer right now. But um, my bulk lots, especially, are, are starting to go a little more often. Um, I've not personally had too much luck in those like i think there's too much random factor like it's it's fun because you you not you're not 100% sure what you're going to get um so i think for most people like that's perfectly valid and an awesome way to go like for me i'm i'm still looking for some specific things you know i need to know what's in that box before i buy it yeah okay
1: yeah um for me i definitely know that one it was a value thing too i uh was at a phase where i was building up my bits collection yeah. and so to a degree anything was mm-hmm. good uh fill up that bits box with with more stuff cool 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 um but also there was that element of it being a mystery box you never know what you're gonna get there could be that uh shadow sun right. tau guy under the nasty yeah yeah <laughs> He could be in there somewhere. You could get a a fun little surprise. Like, who knows? Maybe there are a few uh, packs of magic cards from '97 down at the bottom of that box. Oh, you who never knows? know.
0: Like, <laughs> you really never know. <laughs> yeah. So that's
1: that's interesting though that you uh, you have graduated to to not being interested in the the bulk and the surprise mm-hmm. and and going for single minis. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean,
0: and that's that's only purely out of wanting to run the channel like if i wasn't doing it at all i would still be buying those
1: so uh i do want to have put a little intermission in here just to talk about the we have been talking you know entirely games workshop so far this episode which which happens a lot i mean that's yeah something about our hobby is that the single biggest company is games workshop in in the mini painting realm and it's hard to get away from yeah but do you ever uh, search for minis that are
0: not Warhammer? Yeah, I do. Um, I I usually look for like the Warhammer stuff. Um, honestly, for bits, actually, that's that's why I'm looking for bits because they're unique, right? They're not something you're gonna see on a GW model. Um, so I look for that stuff. I've I've done some like older, uh, like pewter manufacturers type searches. It's just not very often. Um. And I mean, as, I don't know, I guess as sad as it actually is, if I don't paint a games workshop model on my channel, that video will tank. So I, it, it sucks because I like a lot of other models and I like all these things, but if it's not something that people recognize immediately, it's, it's very hit miss. Like I've had some okay luck with some, some things, some D and D things, um, but not very often unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I get that. I do get that. Um and and there is an issue with just because games workshop is the biggest that just the sheer number of listings mm-hmm. there are going to be more for yeah. for Warhammer stuff. And so if you want to uh you know have a 100 a new posts in your criteria range every day to surf, sift through you're not going to get that for a
0: guild ball, you know? Right. You might now. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. Sorry. I feel bad. Um, actually I was just recently looking at, so I think it was confrontation. Like, I, I don't know if it's still being made or not. I just saw a few of them and then it kind of like went down that rabbit hole on eBay and a bunch more popped up. And I'm just like, okay, there's some cool stuff in here. Um, So that was definitely, I was recently looking at that. I think I have a few of them saved, too.
1: Yeah, that's not to say there aren't uh, really great niches Mm -hmm. in there. And I often get questions like, hey, where do I buy or sell minis? And eBay really is the answer. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can do you know. There's there's Facebook groups and there's Craigslist, but in terms of the biggest marketplace mm-hmm. um, for for buyers and sellers it, uh, for used stuff, it really is eBay.
0: Well, and and let me put it like this too. Even if you find a store, um, like the Warp Crate guys, right? Uh, there's another one coming on top of my head. It's Troll Trader. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, but even if they have independent websites that deal in buying and selling used miniatures, guaranteed they have an eBay store. Sure. So it doesn't even matter.
1: Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and and certainly when we are searching for minis on eBay, there's uh, a couple of you know stores of of businesses that you can recognize the, the little number codes they put next to their minis every time that they're selling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, frontline Gaming, and there's a, there's a couple others that are, you know, very recognizable. You, can, you recognize the table that they're taking a picture yeah, of your, exactly. their minis on and all of that. Um, but anyway, where I was going with that is, if you are into something more niche than Warhammer, it is going to be eBay is going to be your best bet if you're looking for yeah. you know Malifaux or guild ball or confrontation or, or whatever um mm-hmm. yeah, eBay probably is your best bet for that um, but you, there still won't be anywhere near as many listings as for Warhammer as
0: you know, as makes sense but yeah yeah so we're we're not trying to like leave anything out I think it's just we probably both have just more experience with buying and selling games workshops than any other brand
1: yeah i mean more people can relate to it for, for for sure but um and you know you were talking about going down a little niche rabbit hole of of one company or game or another and those certainly do exist on ebay just mm-hmm. in terms of uh through a, a big list of opportunities the list is going to be much smaller the yeah the more
0: niche you go yeah well and something something that i did notice is that the more niche it is or well, okay not maybe not the more niche but if it's fairly to the side of game workshop like i was saying the confrontation stuff it tends to be a lot cheaper you know if you go really niche like uh something i probably can't even think of because it's so niche um then you're you're definitely going to hit like huge spikes in price you know just from production standpoints and all that
1: yeah, that's, so that's actually a really interesting point that just Games Workshop stuff does basically retain its value pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like, it does have a very real secondhand market, and part of that is because it is the the big dog, you know? Yeah. Um, I bet, you know, you were mentioning the, uh, the market for Guild Ball probably fluctuates a lot, especially right now. Right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, part of the in In terms of the second hand market games workshop may be even bigger than it is for like the first hand market you know the yeah i wonder oh man that's that's a almost a whole other topic here, <laughs> right but uh we're we're justifying why we're uh almost accidentally defaulting to talking about buying tau and space marines instead of talking about uh Malifaux goblins or whatever like <laughs> If you're looking for used Malifaux goblins, it's going to be harder. Yeah. They are spindly, and they break, and you don't want to buy them secondhand. No, right. that's not why. But,
0: uh, <laughs> Just taking a dick at them at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nah, you, if you're buying secondhand, you want big, beefy space marines mm-hmm. that cannot mm-hmm. break. Some idiots could yeah. have melted them with spray paint, but they do
0: not break. There is something to be said about space marines on the secondhand market. Like, oh, sure. if they look brand new, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I I bought a fair you. Yeah,
1: do you want to get into uh your your extra trick here? The extra do you want to tell people, fun your trick? your main your main event your main yeah. So secret sauce. The
0: secret to eBay is sniping. No, it's not. Don't do that. That's don't do that. No, do do that. That
1: that's the real. No, I know. I'm... I mean, that's not even a secret. That's just best practice. <laughs> no, and, it is. I do sniping. it all the time.
0: No, I mean, yeah. I mean using it like a a bot to do it for you. Sure,
1: because otherwise I'd forget. I'd, I'd like start, you know, watching most like an of them. Most of them charge like money. Be like the, yeah, the auction would be, you know, like done for 47 minutes. I'd be like, oh, I missed it. What did it go for? Oh, that's all right. That's all right. I didn't want it that bad anyway, you know. Yeah. Uh, now, most of the ones that I've looked if into, you're not they use a bot, at least set a timer. At least set a timer yes. so that you, you'll like get to your computer five minutes beforehand.
0: Well, see, so you remember the secret is in your pocket in your pocket you get the notification set a timer or just bid what you're actually willing to pay and hope for the best sadly
1: that is the incorrect move i (laughs) think i've i've done it before because like i get all you know noble about it like no i know what i'm willing to pay this is what i'm willing to pay and this is what number i'll put in yeah but if and I put, it, put that number in thirty seconds before closing time, I would have ended up paying less for the same item. So hundred percent.
0: That okay. Yeah. A good rule to follow: don't ever put your bid in until the last like two seconds. Okay, you will lose money if you put your bid in beforehand because someone else is going to look at it. They're going to think about it. They're going to think about it some more. They've had days to think about it, and then they're going to outbid you by a quarter. And you're going to be sitting there like, great.
1: Don't give them a chance to justify spending more. Exactly.
0: You need to take that opportunity for thought away from someone. Because a lot of the times, especially if it's an auction, you're talking about impulse. Impulse buying. So take that option away from them. Make them second guess themselves by bidding for the last few seconds. Right. Yeah. Um, That's not the secret we were talking about, by the way.
1: That just, no, no. I mean that's, just, that's just common sense. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's a little bit of game theory and just uh just ounce of experience. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah I got screwed up. Always snipe. That is
0: Yeah, you don't want to get into it. Yeah, you don't have to like
1: someone. it. You don't have to think it's right, but it's it is
0: correct. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so what
1: is the secret sauce, Casey?
0: It's time. Time to give right. up your uh... big old fat fingers. Explain. Alright, so there's a website called fatfingers.com. Now the funny thing is I've been doing eBay for a long time like I said like during the text only days of eBay and I was even I was buying Warhammer back then right um but yeah like a couple years ago somebody was like don't you use fatfingers.com and I'm like I, I have no idea what you're talking about turns out it's a fantastic little website that you type in Like whatever you're searching for. So if it's Warhammer, you're on their site, you type it in, and they go, Oh, yeah, there's matches for Warhammer on eBay. And you can bring it up. And what Fat Fingers does, like the name implies, is that when someone is putting up a listing, their Fat Fingers mistyped the words. So when you type the correct thing, those searches, those results don't actually come up if you spell it correctly. So fatfingers.com will look for every iteration of that misspelled word and bring that up in the same search and you will find some gems because no one else is seeing them. So Brent and I went, yes, exactly. (laughs) Brent and I went onto fatfingers.com in our spare time. And we did some, we did some searching, some soul searching on eBay. Um, you wanna just start running down the list? Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is I was talking to Casey beforehand, and this may be the most preparation I've ever done for an episode <laughs> of Pay <Paint> Bravely the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh just looking for funny misspellings of like common Warhammer words. So mm-hmm. we're gonna start off let's just start off with, with Warhammer iterations. We have Warhammy. Warhammer Warhammer with, with just the one M, which is you yeah. know, a fairly common misspelling. War, like, Warhammer. You see that a mm-hmm. lot. Like even even before you knew about fatfingers.com, you were searching Warhammer with one M. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, a little bit later in the list, I have blood angles, which again, <laughs> like... Uh, what? Every time they spell angle or angel just in real life, like I I do know the difference, but I think real hard about it whenever I see (laughs) one of those words. But uh, I've gotten to a point Uh where I can get it right with a little bit of thought. But a lot of people selling blood angels online Mm -hmm. think it's spelled angles. And you gotta be prepared to get a sweet deal off of those misspellers.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Gotta Um, Gotta get them blood angles.
1: You don't have to know how to spell angels to own... And get tired of and sell your son's blood ankles, <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, we got uh, uh, Warhammer with one M. We got Warhammer. Uh, Warhammer. We have Earhammer. Ear that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it is a good hammer. Uh, Warhammer. 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 Hammer. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. And Wahammer. Wahammer. Uh, Wah. Uh, yeah, that's a good band name. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh Uh, me being me, I got Dar Eldar and Dark Elda. You know, I mean, I had to, I had to search, um, yeah. And you know, I did search for the more modern Drukhari, and the only f- I, and there were a lot of misspellings of Drukhari. Let me tell you, yeah. But the only funny one was uh, Dirk Hare. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get the uh, Dirk Hair. Uh no models actually. Those were those were battle cards from like a wrong edition, but Yeah. Um all right, y- your turn, Casey, what'd you get?
0: Alright. So I only searched a few of them. Um so Lizard Men was Laird Men, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty funny. Space mm-hmm. Marines were spac marines. Now <laughs> I do like that one. I, I just want to call them that from now on too. I like it that one because so they misspelled both parts of yeah, the right. word. They misspelled <laughs> space and marines. So like... They just don't know how to find the letter e. You know what? It's probably just someone's letter e. Yeah, they, no, the is e is
1: silent. They they do not know about silent e's. I guess. Like, yeah. <gasps> yeah, I
0: guess thinking about in their head like space, c. So, so the end. <laughs> okay, so we are. We are making fun of people who have
1: fat fingers and misspell mm, words mm. for expensive consumer products that they at one point bought for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um and this is an interesting situation in life where you can literally take advantage of people yeah, stupider that's than true. you. Yeah, or or uh less proofreading ability than you. Proofreading
0: ability is probably I where I would stick it. Yeah,
1: no, I, right. I um uh, there there's some in here that are just obvious uh typos that like mm-hmm. they, yeah, they know the word they know the word like they they
0: know it's not drew care they know like yeah yeah well so i've had this happen to me before uh, the next one on my list was for nurgle right Murgle burgle and nurdle uh, good good but burgle specifically if i'm on my phone and i type the word nurgle it will correct to burgle. Ooh. Yeah. So some
1: of this is like correcting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, autocorrect I, has done some terrible some ducking things to me in the past. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, interesting. Yeah. You try and type the word duck. I saw a duck at the park. I gave mm-hmm. a duck something and it, it goes the opposite and you're just screwed. But you've trained it.
1: mine is still trying to make me a better person
0: oh yeah i shot siri long ago (laughs) (laughs)
1: um all right let me let me take over here what do we got uh i got imperial guard imperial Mm. and emperor imperial Mm -hmm. that's Imperial's kind of funny uh we got (laughs) forg world that's Uh, a good one yeah yeah, someone's selling a lot of the uh Imperial armor books from Forge World. Interesting. Um, okay, this one next one might be my personal favorite. I got I got a couple of high ones on that list, but Carved World Eldar I liked. Carved World. Carved World. That's pretty good. Like uh, that. There was an Eldari warlock from the Carved World Eldar that <laughs> I don't think it was actually even that good of a deal, but it could have been because no one else is searching for Carved World. I'll tell you that. That's true enough they might be looking for eldari they also had eldar eldari and and warlock in the title so like somebody probably found it off of those keywords but
0: yeah so something that ebay has tried to do is that when you're setting up your auction um they're looking for everything else to be filled in like in, including a barcode if you have it so that that they can sell they can show the exact item that you are selling Um, So that kind of kills fat fingers a little bit sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong. You still find some good stuff. Um, And I've found some pretty nice stuff not even that long ago. Um, I bought like 30 30 or 40, uh, holy crap, corn, blood, the little guys. You know what I'm talking about. Thirsters? I want to or, say thirsters, but the uh, blood are the big ones, are I don't know. I have no uh, idea. Corn demons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody's screaming right now. I can hear it.
2: <laughs>
1: move on, move yeah. on. Or we could keep talking about it. The uh, blood secretors, blood. Nope. Uh, yeah, we get the. We could just talk about it for the next like three minutes. I love how he's just screaming like at quick us. Quick flip,
0: like <laughs> nope, we're definitely gonna antagonize that one person screaming at him. <laughs> That's a good call. Your phone's not doing a good job at helping you be a better person. No, um, it's not, anyways. Uh, yeah, I bought, like like 40 of them for I don't know 15 bucks because it was an auction yeah. and it was misspelled and nobody else saw it. It's like, yeah, I mean, sweet eBay is always going to try to
1: uh find you know all the possible buyers for, for a seller, but. Mm-hmm yeah stuff falls through the cracks, and that's what you're there for, yeah, sweep that right up, yeah,
0: I should mention um, that it's probably the last place that I go, and it's kind of if I'm just i don't know shooting in the dark, you know, because you do have to be a little specific uh about what you're typing, and personally, because I'm not when I go on eBay, I tend to veer off and just rely yeah. on my filters and notifications to get me there. Um, but like I said, I have used it, and it's been great. So, you know, have fun with it, I I would say. Try it out and see if you like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you were, you know, shopping for a particular model or a particular army or a particular game or, you know, company mm-hmm. or whatever, I think this could be really useful if you just had, like, a couple of keywords that you needed permutations of. Yeah. Um, But if you are just looking, you know... <laughs> Uh, if if you're going to all the effort to type in Forge World and then Craft World and then Space Wolves and then, like, uh, I had fun doing that today just to come up with some funny words. Yeah. But, like, that's maybe not the best use of your time. Like, you might save a few dollars, but at what cost? At what yeah. cost, you know? Well,
0: to to mitigate that that time waste a little bit, because it actually brings all of those search terms into eBay, you can save that search on eBay and set notifications on those if you want. So you don't actually right. have to go back to Fat Finger after you've done that initial search. Oh, that's
1: a, that's a heck of a Saturday to set up all those notifications. Yeah. But in the I end, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a heck of a Saturday. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that would take forever. <laughs> uh, no. One of my favorite searches to do is like even 10 bucks or, you know, whatever I'm like, if I have $20 in my pocket, yeah. um, I'll just go like buy it now, 20 bucks, free shipping, sort by lowest price. Yeah. Like I have found some awesome stuff just completely out of the blue. You know, it's like, oh, here's a hundred dollar model for $20. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay $20.
1: Yeah, I have uh, gone through phases where I've looked at buy it nows mm-hmm. and just searched by like, yeah, newest. Yeah. Um, because sometimes you'll get somebody who really undervalues what they have mm-hmm. or puts in a typo or makes a mistake. And probably my best eBay purchase was from that. Yeah. I found a Sisters of Battle decently sized army for $50. Uh, and this, uh, this was a good deal. There's a couple of tanks in there, uh, several squads, a bunch of characters, and it was just somebody had a buy it now price that was, uh,
2: oh, poorly
1: thought out or wrong or a mistake or, yeah. uh, Hey, uh, you know, somebody's loss is my gain. So I bought it now. And I,
0: <laughs> that's a tough one. Like yeah. for the person selling it. Cause you know, they meant 500 or they meant to start the auction at 50 not buy it now. Mhm. And I mean that that's it's in the the like user agreements and all these things you need to make sure that these things are correct before you put them up because if someone buys it you don't have a choice. Yeah, I mean
1: and and when I did, you know, press buy it now on that, like I was I mean thinking to myself like this was probably a mistake. I wonder like I was really expecting them to find a way out of it and so i, like I you know, read through a little bit of the policies like um I don't, <laughs> is it worth just taking like a big strike on your ebay account or or you know whatever like and i if it had been me i would have seriously considered just like making a new ebay account or or you know whatever yeah. taking a strike or whatever the the repercussions were but um hey they they sent it out they
0: there you go. Yeah, I mean, I think you can cancel an auction after the fact. I think you can re—you just straight up refund them and say like, "Oh, something happened," or you just make sure. some reason up or whatever. Um, I'm assuming this was a little while ago. This was a couple of years back. Yeah. 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 Maybe not, like four years I'm not sure back. What they five. had.
1: Yeah. I don't. I mean. There, there were ways. There's, there's always something you can do. You, you just could, not sending it. <laughs> there, were, there were plenty of like easy lies they could have told, like, uh, sh- my basement burned down, and yeah, right. uh, yeah. it, the product no longer exists, or whatever.
0: Uh, yeah, I got robbed.
1: <laughs> like, sweet. They probably thought of like, okay, how much effort is it to get out of this
0: first? <laughs> like, just, <laughs> I just mean, get rid of, you know, send it off and move on with my life, but. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you like the first thing you mentioned was that you got two tanks, like, those should have been up. $50 a piece.
1: Oh, yeah. And this was uh, you, you know, the sisters of battle were all metal models for a long time and they were stupidly priced. I mean, games workshop mm-hmm. stuff is expensive anyway, but this was like $90 for a squad of 10 sisters, yeah, like just ri like line troops. Um, mm-hmm. I mean it was it was stupid and I don't know if I ever did the the full value of that but it was a mistake that they made. Yeah. Um
0: I mean that's why we're in it though. That's why we play this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I and I don't want to like get too uh right. too down on like the sorrows of people who make mistakes selling their sisters of battle on eBay like we're let's try to be upbeat of we're uh, we're predators, we're wolves, we're <laughs> we're searching for those sweet deals and when we find a sweet deal, we're not going to feel bad about it. We're going to celebrate getting so many sisters for 50 bucks like that. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and look, like I've screwed up and screwed myself over on eBay. Okay. See? It's like it's it totally happened to me. Um, like I used to buy and sell magic cards a lot. And I've totally done that like I just sold a $120, you know, Jace, the mind sculptor for like $6.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a real feel bad situation. Is, is that your uh, favorite story? Yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty
0: funny. Okay. Like, I... Yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. I did not feel good about it,
1: <laughs>
0: but you know what? Hey, like, you know, it
1: happens. Yeah. Karma balances out. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. I've, I've, I've some money. I've, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And on the other side of that is somebody who is having a great day. 100%, and yeah. <laughs> you just gotta make sure that you don't beat yourself up and that their great day doesn't uh perfectly yeah. even out your bad day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also back in the day when uh when you had to pay extra for a tracking number. Yeah, I, I lost a few cards not getting a tracking number. Because it's like you can mail a card in a sleeve, you know, in a protector in a letter for like a quarter. Yeah. Or you can mail a single card for like three bucks in a padded mailer with, you know, tracking. So there's a lot of times I get cards in the mail that are, uh, they're just in a letter. And it's like, I could just say it never got here. Yeah. I have no proof. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, happened to I- me a few times. Sure. Yeah, that's a risk. Yeah.
1: But um other other than let's not talk about like actually cheating at eBay, let's talk about uh gaming the system in the perfectly reasonable way.
0: Yeah, I think keywords, setting up those filters, getting those notifications, there's something to be said about just being patient. Sure. Yeah,
1: um yeah, patience is a big one. Like, is the sweet deals do not. You can't just log on on a on a Saturday when you have time and instantly get a free deal. Like they yeah. they take time sometimes. Oh, Gordon is purring. You can't be here if you're purring. Okay. <laughs> and everyone else is saying yes, yes, he can't. No, he cannot. That <laughs> screws with the audio editing. Like,
0: uh, not as bad as my shaky table and squeaky microphone. So you're fine
1: okay okay well that's because i keep uh gordon out of here when he's not supposed to be here (laughs) right (laughs) i let him stay once and the purring was way too obvious (laughs) all right let's let's get through a few more i'm not i'm not done with you yet uh space wolved not space wolves Mm -hmm. but space wolved but that one actually that could be correct because i think it was actually a converted predator so i'm not sure if they were just being like clever with their word Mm -hmm. choices
0: It's possible, although that's that's not going to sell your converted predator very well.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) Uh, Death Watch is Dwath Watch, Dwath Watch, or Death Watch spelled like uh, uh, Death Clock, uh, Metalocalypse Death. Uh, We got Esceptus Mechanicus. Uh...
0: (laughs) 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 I like that one.
1: He like, I like that a septic yeah, right. mechanicus. i can't remember what they were selling but you might want to check that out <laughs> yeah it was still live as of today Yeah, could have just been a septic um, tank
0: clean out that's
1: it i saw you had a few tyranids i got uh tyranid tyranid uh tyanid, uh tryanid i like that because like the they were very poorly painted gargoyles the tryanids <laughs>
0: like sat a play on words too then
1: you tried. Yeah, like, I tried, yeah. tried it. Yeah. Uh, Jen uh, Steeler, Geno Steeler. Uh, we got uh, Grandfather Nukle. Um, yeah, got, we got you got your Stromcast, you got your Stomcast. Um, uh, I okay, see Strom,
0: Stromcast, S T R O M, like all the time. Stromcast, so yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: that's that's where the money's at, yeah, Stromcast. Oh, and we and it was Age
0: of uh, Simgar, right? Yeah. Sim, yeah, Age of Simgar, Stormcast Eternals. Every mm-hmm. time, in fact, you could type that specifically, and you'll probably get hundreds of listings of just Stormcast.
1: I like the ones that are, uh, you know, you have multiple misspellings in the same title. Like it's not yeah. it's not one fat finger; it's just all of your fingers are fat. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so we talked a little bit about how you can get something good on buy it now, but are you
0: more auction, more buy it now? I think I tend to be more buy it now because okay. some of the stuff that pops up, like you say, is people just undervalue what they have. They don't, or they don't really know what they have. So they throw it up for a price and all of a sudden like, well, I'm buying, like, okay, uh, a couple days ago, I was browsing eBay. I was actually doing it while I was shooting a video. So the footage is in my last video of me actually like finding this thing. Um I found a couple of pretty good models and it's was like okay, they're they're a little expensive whatever. I scrolled down. I found a a Celestial Hurricane. And that's like a Bretonian war machine kind of thing. Really cool model. And it was like 40 bucks. So I did a quick search and like, they're super expensive. Now on GW site, you can still get it for like 60, I think. Um, but they might be sold out. I, I'm not sure. It's not that expensive, right? But on eBay, they go for a good amount of money. So I ended up looking at it again, kind of thinking about it. And then I, uh and we'll get into this too. I made an offer and it got accepted and I actually bought it. And it got here before the video came out. I didn't quite have time to put that in the video, but you know. It's a thing, and I'm pretty stoked about it. But uh, yeah, I, I like Buy It Now for that, because you can kind of come across things that people just don't know what they have, and they're just trying to get rid of it. You know, even if they do know what it is, they just don't care. So they're like, uh, if I get $15 for this, that's cool. It'll just go straight into my PayPal. I can drop this box off, you know, wherever. Call it a day. So they're just looking for that quick cash. That's pretty nice. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I have never had anyone accept my offer on, on, not that I try often, but I've, (gasps) I've never had that experience. That's all right.
0: I would actually suggest that like, if you are looking at buy it now stuff specifically, always, always, if there is a, make an offer on there, then you need to make an offer. I don't, I don't think I have ever gotten a model. Um, what am I trying to say? Like I, I've, I've been rejected before, but mm-hmm. it's not like it ever hurt me. I've only ever saved money by using it, basically. Yeah, so I, I
1: wouldn't have gotten those sisters of battle if I had made an offer. I'm telling you that. that's true.
0: They would have realized that a, fifty dollars <laughs> knows
1: when to strike.
0: Yeah, that yeah, you do need to know that if if you have five hundred dollars in sisters of battle and it says fifty you click that buy it now button and you worry about where that money's coming from after you click that button.
1: Cause yeah. you have two days warrior takes action. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do like to tell people like, you know, if you have a specific type of set aside auction or a uh, buy it now, whatever, you know, if you're saying I want to spend $10, $20, like save some money and put it aside for those kinds of things. Like, when a sisters of battle army for $50 comes up, you should just have some money set aside, you know, that way you're kind of always ready because you just never know.
1: Um, you go bag. That's your, yeah,
0: kind of like I, I do save like a certain amount of, I usually have like a hundred bucks set aside. Um, and like I, I got, I mean, I've gotten a few pretty nice things that way of just, Yeah. I, I had it, it was ready to go.
1: Strike. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, very good. Um, Yeah, so, so my best story is that Sisters of Battle, buy it now. Uh, I've had a couple of auctions for mostly, like, old beat-up third edition Dark Eldar, where I've gotten really good deals from an actual auction winning, because who wants beat-up Dark Eldars <laughs> other than me? But uh, I was happy about it. Yeah, um, yeah, and of course your entire channel is your list of victories. But right. <laughs> do you have a like a particular favorite story that you want to tell, or like a
0: what's your what's your proudest oh, moment? Okay, not okay. losing. I, here's a uh, good Jace, the Mind Stealer. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so Skaven have the Warplock Giselles. Right. The that's like two rats on a on an oval, or you know two squares, whatever. Um, shooting a, a long rifle you can go onto eBay right now and even when I got these you can't find them for basically less than $20 and that's like in bad condition painted all this stuff you know 15 to 20 bucks and you'll find one I bought what was it 25 of them for 26 bucks yeah something like that so it's probably the best, best score I've ever gotten on eBay. Wow.
1: You've, you cornered the market. You, yeah. you own all the Giselles. Yeah. That's, yeah. They're so cool. Good too. work. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a fine, proud moment to have in your memories. You know, you're, yeah. uh, you're old and gray and on your deathbed and just thinking of the happy <laughs> thoughts. Like
0: <laughs> tell my
1: grandkids Giselles used to come in Peter. 25 for 26. <laughs> okay. Like, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and back then, even back then, that was not a lot of money. <laughs> right? <laughs> they were even on square bases.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. That. Back then, that was only what three burritos from Chipotle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was three Subway footlongs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now those rat gunners had not been in production for ten years. At that point, <laughs> they were collectors' items. Yeah. Now, Billy, I'm giving these to you. <laughs> don't fuck
0: them up. <laughs> yeah. Man, I've, I've thought about selling them, too. Like, seeing just, I don't know. Like, I don't want to. I wanted this massive army of Giselles, right? Like, yeah, I want 25 Giselles that shoot 48 inches away or whatever it is. <laughs> well, I remember, you know, like a year and a half ago, you
1: had a video where you cleaned up what, what like, five teams of them, something like that.
0: Yeah, that was from that that set. Um, yeah, and I actually only painted one of them. <laughs> okay. Um, the okay. rest are like, because in that video i I showed my I showed priming, I showed some highlighting, a couple things with the airbrush, and like that's literally all I did with those. They're still sitting in a drawer. It happens. Like not complete. Yeah, and it, it's sad. It's like. The problem with for me is that I have I don't know 3000 points of skaven. So it's not like I need them. I can field a lot of skaven. So it doesn't actually matter. Um <laughs> but I I do enjoy those models.
1: Yeah, I'm, I've got a little hankering for skaven too. I've I've uh recently come into some skaven as a as an incredibly Ooh. generous gift, but their day right. may come. Mm. I think I've got a couple of giselles myself. I've got no twenty-five giselles, but uh <laughs> You got you got two or three Got Gisales. a couple of teams in
0: there, yeah. Yeah. Man, all you need are a couple. they are good. It's good stuff. That's right.
1: All right. <laughs> we're uh we're about to switch into to my zone here. We're about to talk Craigslist, unless you've yes. got any anything else to say
0: about eBay um ebay is fun and you should try it yeah yes so i'll say
1: you you can occasionally snag some really good deals i would say on the whole that like uh there are enough buyers and enough sellers so that things reach a standard price yeah and like if you are I mean, normally there, there is like a going rate for, for certain models, and whether you're buying or selling, and that's uh, one of the fairly nice things about eBay. Yeah. Um, But normally that does preclude getting like stupidly good deals because there are enough yeah. potential buyers with, with eyes on it. Well,
0: and, and eBay does actually give you a number like, oh, this item with, you know, similar keywords right from your title your description go for this price so Mm -hmm. they're they're giving you that kind of median already um which kind of sucks but it always depends you know like if you if you browse ebay often enough you know if you get that notification you check it out you spend even 10 minutes a, a day 10 minutes every other day or you know 15 20 minutes a week In total, you'll start to see patterns. You'll start to remember prices on certain models and you'll know without having to look into it, whether something is actually worth just buying right then or, or saving for later whatever the case is. Like, it's a weird kind of thing. You just start to feel like where things are going, you know, how many bids are there? How many watchers are there? How much time is left? All of these things you just kind of take into account just from doing it over and over you just understand it's just like playing a game you know you just get it after a while so you just be patient you know you will find something awesome
1: words of encouragement right there but yeah that's true Um, there are standard prices but if you stick with it you can uh, get something that you recognize as a deal and save a few bucks and feel like pretty spiffy about yourself for a few days you know yeah It's time to go shopping again. Every day. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so where I've actually gotten most of my stuff, most of my used purchases have come from Craigslist. Mm -hmm. And Craigslist, of course, you have to be able to, like, drive uh, to do the pickup for the most part. And so that means that you are shopping in a much smaller market. And... I think that a lot of people have recognized that, you know, online selling of their wares is the best way to get a reasonable price for their models yeah. and have them sell in a reasonable amount of time. Um, So really not that many people sell their models on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And this is a situation where, I mean, maybe depending on where you live, you might be able to find Non GW games, but for the most part, it's gonna be very rare that anything other than Warhammer pops up. Uh, I mean, you know, set f- set your alerts or whatever for for if somebody does post Malifaux, but um, Doesn't yeah, don't uh, don't plan on it. Like, not not even like, don't plan on not finding a good deal on used Malifaux figures on Craigslist. Don't plan on them ever showing up ever right. at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, point. Uh, for for a couple of years, I had notifications set up for Warhammer on Craigslist where not just like uh, I would get a notification if some something within like a certain range of, of specifications popped up. If anything in my area with the word Warhammer in it popped up, I would get a notification then. Um yeah. or or, and at the time it was ifttt or something I used for notifications. Probably now, on your phone you can just have Craigslist I give you it just notifications. Does, yeah, yeah. This was this was a few years back, but uh, yeah, it was a situation where I would just have a notification anytime Warhammer popped up on Craigslist, and the vast majority of the posts are from people who know what they have, they know what they're selling and they are inordinately optimistic about what they're going to be able to get someone to pay for a used uh, hellhound, you know? Right. Um, (laughs) Like even, even now I, I did some searching of what's available locally and the only things that stay up on Craigslist for long are somebody trying to sell a used box of GW models for like, MSRP or sometimes even more than MSRP like these uh I don't know if it ever works um it's annoying to have to sift through those posts Uh... (laughs) yeah there was like the only thing remotely in my area today was a fire breacher tau warrior team which I I think is just like tau troops for 40 dollars like a box of 10 tau troops for
0: 40
1: Mm. isn't that like a 35 dollar box i i I don't know (laughs) were they (laughs) were they assembled
0: or painted
1: No, it's just a picture of the cardboard box i don't know oh then no (laughs)
0: no so that's most of my experience is like that okay
1: so i'm kind of setting the preamble here of Uh, Craigslist is mostly a terrible place to shop for Warhammer models because most people understand that your local area does not have enough nerds to, uh, get, get the real market built up there. Yeah. Um, but but Craigslist is the place where you can get these stupid lucky deals every once in a while. Somebody cleaning their garage or their basement or their storage facility or their estranged son, uh, you know, yeah. moved out or whatever. Um, Craigslist is the place where you can find people getting rid of their collection and they just want it out of the house mm-hmm. and uh, it's growing water. mold it's and uh, yeah. Casey, like a rat pooped in it. Um,
0: <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs>
1: and and so that is the dream that's the that's the great white whale that's that's what you're looking for and i have had one incredible score that way which is you know, just life-changing i mean like mm-hmm. i'm uh half joking like it was it was an occasion where uh you know a, a posting showed up for 200 dollars for um Know a uh, box of Warhammer stuff, and you know, depending what's in a box of Warhammer stuff, $200 mm-hmm. maybe that's a good deal, maybe not. Um, I, I had him show send me a couple of pictures, and they came back fuzzy and everything, but uh-huh. it was like, okay, this is probably more than $200, and I do like a good rummage, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. why not drive out to the middle of nowhere, New Hampshire. Uh, after dark, down a two mile <laughs> dirt farm road to uh, turned out to be like a kind of like a small hippie commune, like in the good way, but like uh, sure. I mean, you I meet just... some fun people on Craigslist, and that's another thing. <laughs> eBay, you don't really that's get true. to meet the people you're doing business.
0: Craigslist, you do.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get a you get a real feel of what's going on.
0: But yeah, yeah, I mean, but... you're basically just riding the intro to a horror movie. I mean, that's, that's literally what that is.
1: Oh yeah. No, it was a, it was a day where I needed to drive from Massachusetts to Maine anyway. And uh, sure. Why not drive out to the far corner of New Hampshire
0: along the way Mm -hmm. and into like a farm dirt road.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. It was was like a two mile dirt road with like no street lamps or anything. And I I don't know. I, I got there maybe 9 PM, which wasn't, too late
0: but it was still still
1: (laughs) stone dark
0: late Um, enough that people are out but also late enough that hey if somebody couldn't get a hold of you they just assume you fell asleep a little early yeah of course of course it's the perfect
1: time i'll I'll tell uh i'll tell another craigslist story probably the the funniest late night craigslist story a little bit here but um yeah this time it showed up at these this nice uh i don't know organic farming carb commune and they uh you know sadly their uncle had passed away and he was a big old nerd and i <laughs> got all his stuff for two hundred dollars and it you know just Jeez. literally filled my car it was ended up being like seven or eight boxes of warhammer stuff like not like not totes. model boxes like moving boxes yeah. um and that you know jump-started my whole collection And then after that, I didn't feel as much of a need to search for stuff on eBay. Um, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. And that was awesome. That was like, I I remember like driving on the highway, like reaching into the box next to me, like trying to just see what was in the box. (laughs) Because, you know, of course, it's, it's in the dark. I'm in the middle of nowhere, New Hampshire. I know that I've just gotten the score of a lifetime, but I don't know what I've acquired, you know, in the hall Yeah. Um and like I just remember like reaching into the box. Like you know, the the trunk was filled, the back seat, even the passenger seat was filled with boxes. I just remember reaching like, passenger seat like I think that's a resin bla- Bane blade.
0: Just resin Bane blade. Like it was. It was. <laughs> it like, Was. Oh man. Yeah, that that's insane and I think that's it's one of those things that you could probably only ever get on craigslist and I, I maybe facebook is kind of coming up into its own you know it's it feels like the safer version of craigslist um i found some stuff through that not so much on craigslist and i'm not sure if it's just the area i'm in or what the deal is but you know it's always people trying to sell stuff for retail value basically um, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like yeah, I, you know, I've got some notifications and it's always the same stuff. And like, for the most part, Facebook is the same, but I have gotten that random notification of like, oh, you know, this thing popped up, uh, you know, it happened to be somebody like within a few miles of me, you know, and I, I went and bought a, that old, was it like 1995 edition of Necromunda for 20 bucks? You yeah. know, Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It just randomly popped up. So. It's definitely something that, if you, it's like a slow kind of a thing. You you set those notifications, and it could just be your day, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, set the notifications. Uh, um, and and again, like the vast majority of it's going to be someone trying to sell something you don't want at retail price.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but every once in a while, it's like, hey, box of Warhammer stuff for 100 bucks and you look at those pictures carefully like maybe maybe it's your lucky day like
0: yeah, you never know be, oh man yeah, that that haul sounds pretty epic though
1: yeah i mean this happened i don't know a one or two years before i started the youtube channel mm-hmm. and it would have been it would have been a heck of a video if if i had a youtube <laughs> channel at the time I mean, like the you know i, I make fun of haul videos uh you know early on in the channel i did have one $80 haul video, which is one quite nice box of Warhammer stuff.
0: Yeah, that was but pretty it good But it was too. not
1: a car full of Warhammer stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, obviously very lucky, very thankful, and I am trying to, uh, do right by the deceased <laughs> gamer who hooked me up with all this cool stuff.
0: But... Uh, even, even I've painted something from that collection.
1: Yes, you have. <laughs> Cleaned out some dead flies out of a tank, didn't you?
0: Quite literally, and, and Rat poop.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you identified the rat poop, but it was it was there. I'm quite sure of it.
0: It was like, it was there. It was probably ma- mice, but either way, you know, it's all pretty gross. It
1: bats too. It was, it was uh, that oh, box was yeah. in an attic for a while. Yeah. Okay,
0: bats. That's great. It's
1: wonderful. You're fine, Casey. You're fine.
0: <laughs> I I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just touching that tank today. <laughs> I need to varnish it again. <laughs> Something yeah 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 (laughs) yeah Uh, that that was probably Uh, the best part of the video is just being like look at that that's that's terrifying yeah so i think in
1: general though the uh the used market isn't great for getting crazy deals right now uh just because i mean this is a good thing, but our hobby is doing well. A, a lot of people are interested in mini games and Dungeons and Dragons and Warhammer. And uh, there are more buyers than there are sellers out there right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I, I hope the uh, the hobby continues to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. But maybe in a few years, if there is a bit of a lull and a downturn, like, hey, that could be fun too, you know, get those... Mm -hmm. get those notifications back up and running get those sweet deals
0: yeah right now everything is like it's just cooking you know there are tons of auctions like money flying all over the place you know if you want to sell a model and get some money for it you you can right now like it's definitely we're in that kind of market so yeah um it can be tough but again you know patience is is the key
1: yeah so i mean craigslist there is no chance of going out looking for a particular item Mm -hmm. like it's just do you want to uh yeah do you want to dip your toe in and see if there might be a deal on an army you had never considered before like it
2: yeah yeah
1: um (laughs) but you know craigslist since you aren't paying for shipping like the the price of shipping all those boxes would have been more than two hundred dollars. I can right, tell you yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so Craigslist is the place where you you might be able to score something absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, have you d- ever done any Facebook uh, deals? I have not.
0: Um, just that, that Necromunda box. Okay. That okay. was it. Otherwise, it's it's about the same as as Craigslist. Okay. Um. Yeah. Because you, you can save searches. In the same way. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I'd say they're they're about even. Okay.
1: I don't know if folks are maybe more willing to ship on Facebook groups or not. Like uh, Barter Bucket is the group that I know of on Facebook that does a lot of mm. used Warhammer stuff. And I think sometimes people ship. But...
0: Yeah, I've seen a lot of people willing to ship. Um, I'm on the, uh, what is it, Age of Sigmar buy-sell swap. Okay. um yeah and
1: of course a uh, a group like this everybody in that facebook group knows how yeah. to look up msrps on gamesworkshop.com like you're not gonna get any crazy deals that you I mean you might get somebody who's just you know wants to get something out of the house and and there certainly yeah. are people like that who just when they're done with something they're ready to move on and not too concerned with uh, the percentage of the return or whatever.
0: Yeah. Those are the the big deals that I see. And and I've seen maybe two since I've been back in the hobby and on Facebook in those groups of someone just going, I've had enough like screw this entire hobby hundred bucks, you know? Yeah. And, and whatever. And that it just doesn't happen almost ever. Like I don't think people get to the end of a rope that quickly to sell Everything for nothing. Um, but I've seen it. So you never know.
1: Sure. Yeah. One podcast I listen to is the, um, independent characters. Mm-hmm. And one of the hosts there, Don uh, pretty regularly will talk about, like, yeah, we went to the yearly swap and I brought like a car full of stuff to sell. And yeah, it's just market stuff at like $5 a box. Like I just needed to get it out of the house. And, yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely people who, uh, yeah, when they're just ready to clear some stuff out or move something or along to someone else who's in the hobby, they're just less concerned with <laughs> yeah. what the uh the balance sheet looks like for the year.
0: I mean I've I've gotten some awesome deals that way before. Um so my local area there's a couple of golden demon winners, just painters that just happen to live pretty close to me actually. Um but they go through stuff like crazy. And one in particular is just like, oh, I got this, uh, you know, giant box of paints or, you know, all the all the badger stuff that I have. He had before, and he's just like, "Oh, well, sure. How about just like five bucks? Do you want multiple? I don't even want this. I'm like, I want all of it. Right. <laughs> like, yes, like selling GW paints that have haven't even been opened, you know, stuff like that. And it's just, you know, a dollar a bottle. Okay, yeah." yeah you just never know yeah
1: with all this you know keep your eyes out and uh maybe it'll be your lucky day sure
0: i mean obviously if it weren't for ebay and for doing all this stuff i i wouldn't literally be here right now talking to you so yeah like i've i've enjoyed ebay for a long time craigslist searching all the stuff i mean it's just it's like another hobby within our hobby and it's something that i don't think i'll ever stop doing even though I could just buy brand new models.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's something we didn't even touch on was the fact that models do go out of production. And so you can just find, like, actually rare models up for sale that you don't see very often. Or, you know, if you are buying lots, like, there could be some some hidden out-of-production stuff in there that's really fun. Mm. You know, my, uh, my Goobertown Roulette treasure bin is... A lot of metal models and a lot of them were from that really big Craigslist deal of just, you know, I don't know if when I'd otherwise paint this, but kind of a cool model and kind of rare. Yeah. We'll throw it in the treasure bin and see what
0: happens. I want to say that the dwarf that you painted riding on that, that uh, it's like a goblin or a demon head or something. Mm-hmm. I want to say that was a games day. model. It
1: was. It was like 2006 and actually the crew that was in the most recent video was, uh, 2001 games day. There you Um, go. Yeah. And there's a, I know for a fact, there's a couple other like quite rare ish, uh, pretty awesome models in there. And you know, this, this guy, Chris, who died, um, yeah, sorry for his loss, but I'm going to try to do right by him and get some of those models painted, you know? Right. (laughs) Obviously a Yeah. (laughs) yeah so i guess uh, maybe the last thing here have you ever found Mm -hmm. anything at a thrift store or pawn shop or anything like that
0: you say thrift store and and it just reminds me that every single time that i walk into a thrift store which is quite often or at least it was you know um like since i was 11 years old the number one thing on my mind was I'm going to find something for Warhammer. I'm going to find a piece of terrain, something I can turn into something or, you know, hopefully some models, right? That somebody just doesn't know what it is. They put it in a bag and it's here for nothing. And I have never found anything. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's
1: mostly true for me too. I, I have found some, like, stuff for terrain and conversions. I found a few, yeah. like, kind of tangential projects. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends claims that at the, the swap shop, at the dump, at the transfer station, that they did find some elves from one of the starter sets for, uh, for I guess, like, the last edition of Warhammer Fantasy, maybe. And I was like, Mike, that's awesome. And he said, Yeah, I left them there for for some lucky kid who walks in next. I'm like, wow, you're you're better than me. I could have been yeah, that really. kid. Yeah, <laughs> really. I would have been that I, kid. I'm like, that kid. <laughs> like, yeah. are are they yeah. still there? Like, let me get in my car.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. that's great.
1: Um, so it it can happen, but I think I feel like a lot of thrift shops, like you're, uh, like Goodwill and stuff, I bet somebody working the intake knows what Warhammer <laughs> is. Like, they yeah. they probably have a list of, like, stuff to look out for. Or, you know, somebody's been working there for 15 years, and they know what the, uh, they know what a Black Lotus is, just in case, you know? Yeah, right,
0: yeah. yeah. There's those specific items. Although you just, you did just remind me that, uh, I, I have found a Warhammer card game in a thrift shop. And I actively knowingly took it from somebody who was eyeballing it at the same time I was hoping. And I, I could tell he's about my age. This dude, we're looking okay. at the board games. Okay. Okay. Right. And I see it and I swear he kind of stops and it's looking right. At it. I'm just like, okay, it says Warhammer 40,000 on it all right, let's just be cool. I just reach up and I could tell he's like, Oh no, he's going to grab. And I grab it. And he just walks away. I'm just like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you like it's Warhammer 40,000 conquest. It has all the cards. I don't know how to play it. Yeah. I don't even know if it's good. Yeah, and then you key his <laughs> just car, you it. peeled
1: out of there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I held on to it the rest of the time. He was walking around for a little while longer, and, he, and then he left. But I could tell he was there looking at board games, uh, just like I was, hand, and then huh? he like... saw that.
1: Yeah. Ah, I see you've picked up a one dollar uh, Crichton book. Oh, Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic right. Park: The Lost World. Yeah, it's not as good. Not as good. Yeah. No. no. Oh, I just remembered. I I said I was going to tell the stupidest late night Craigslist story um
0: oh yeah Don't i leave the I, people
1: hanging so a clownfish that is still alive that i bought 12 years ago from a man in south wow. boston at twelve thirty at night he was in the midst of moving out and um like all his roommates were in the house asleep and we were like uh draining a fish tank at uh <laughs> like one in the morning uh and wow and I remember, like, I had, like, a bucket of salt water that I needed to pour down his drain. And I was, like, opening random doors to try to figure out where the bathroom <laughs> oh, was to, like, where oh, the sink no. was to pour. <laughs> oh. And I just, like, walked in on one of his roommates. And, look, the, the point is, I think that actually was a $200 fish tank. I think I think most of my best Craigslist deals are, are at the $200 price point. But, you know, I get the... Good to know. Twenty nine gallon fish tank, I think yeah, there's like protein skimmer. There's one really good clownfish. That that sucker's still alive twelve years later. And uh That's insane. Yeah. It was a it was a pretty good um uh, stand for the fish tank too and, and while we were like packing it up, like he had a, a porn D V D, like in his fish tank stand. Just he just like, <laughs> like there was like a Oops. moment of recognition <laughs> for both of us and he just like tucked it behind his bed and we kept packing up the fish yeah. tank, but I don't know. That's that's my best uh, late night Craigslist story.
0: I I think the only weird thing that's ever really happened, and uh, editor Matt knows what I'm talking about, because it's him and I went to go pick up some power supplies for like amplifiers, that kind of thing. It's like conditioners that you plug everything into. It keeps power steady. Um, and this dude just like we we rolled up because he had them for super cheap on Craigslist. We get to this place. And, like, he pops his trunk, and there's just, like, musical equipment and a whole bunch of these things in the back of his trunk. And he's, like, being super shady about it. And we buy him and kind of leave. And, it, you know, it's that kind of cliche, open the trunk, and we're handed money, and he's pulling electronic equipment out of his trunk or whatever. And then, like, we get him back to our space and, and check it. And we're looking at the stuff. And everything works fine. And they got all these stickers that say, like, Uni- University of Nevada on them but i kind of still not sure peeled that off real quick yeah <laughs> yeah still not sure if that's that's yeah, what that happened. was from
1: his uh last semester
0: at the university of nevada it's kind of what i'm thinking <laughs> yeah so i don't know what the deal is with that but that, it felt pretty shady yes that was stolen merchandise yeah uh, i think so yeah yeah, I don't know. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: An idiot friend of mine uh bought a cat uh, from the parking lot of an Arby's, it was supposed to be a a, a ragdoll cat, rag cat. I don't know. He paid four hundred dollars in the expensive. parking lot of an Arby's. Yeah, yeah that, that not... um, that's not how you buy a cat.
0: Uh, you shouldn't. No.
1: No. No. I, uh-uh. I, 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 adopt.
0: Adopt. Yeah, you go to a shelter and you. All right, we work.
1: have gone far astray now. <laughs>
0: we have. You're right. We we should probably mention that. Uh we've been recording these podcasts like uh I don't know what time is it right now 2:45 right? in the morning. All right, exactly. We're on top of it. <laughs> we got this.
1: Look. <laughs> we we've been recording later uh one so that there's no lawn mowers, but now that we're into fall so there's no leaf blowers and eventually there's no snow blowers at this time of night either. Uh yeah. yeah. I hope not. The we uh <laughs> We personally are maybe a little bit slower, but we're also a little bit uh, punchier, and I think, I, I don't know, I'm having a lot of fun with this stupid routine that we have <laughs> yeah. going here. Uh, these cats are definitely more awake, though, but that just adds to the fun. For sure.
0: It it adds to, to everything. And, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy that random video intercut between my video going in and out. Or if it's even shown up at all, I don't even know at this point.
1: Who knows? It's going to be what it's going to be. All right, move it along here, Casey. What else do we get? We uh, up, Casey. It's not even midnight for you.
0: That's not true. I actually have no idea what time it is. I mean, if it's, okay, yes, yeah, three-hour time difference. <laughs> it's getting late enough, obviously. Oh, um, well, there's a couple of comments if you wanted to go over some of that stuff. Yeah, jump into it. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like comments. Okay, okay. So, I'll just jump into the bottom end of this. And I'm just going to say, uh, Dana Howell left a comment on the last video talking about, uh, like, the Vaporwave stuff and some of the stuff we talked about. You know, if you listen to it or if you haven't, go back, check it out. Um, but she answered some stuff and said, hey, if we ever, if the two of us ever make our way up to the mini Wargaming bunker, feel free to hit her up. She's an hour away from Niagara Falls and would want to hang out and film some stuff. And I'm just going to go ahead and say, yes, let's do that.
1: Uh, I will also say yes. And, um, if you are trying to dox anybody today, um, know that I live somewhere in the Northeast. Dana Howell lives somewhere near Niagara Falls. Um, you could probably do some triangulation one hour away from Niagara Falls or the Warp Gaming Bunker.
0: I mean, it's all in a, it's a radius. I mean you yeah, know. pretty
1: sure there's some lakes there. I think she's Canadian. Like you can probably get pretty <laughs> close, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean I said University of Nevada, so take take that. Yeah.
1: All right. Dock City up in here. <laughs> Which city? We would love uh, to come to your house, uh, Dana, and we will figure out where you live. Don't don't even worry yeah, about pretty it.
0: Pretty much. That's that's what we're talking about. We're gonna find where you live. That's okay. Yep. All right. Moving on. Would you like to
1: read this one? Um, Okay. Uh, JB left a comment Mm -hmm. for us. Um, They are new to Warhammer and something that surprised them as they researched is how many uh, paints my friends have and that other folks recommend to me. So I did a lot of traditional painting in the past and I mix almost every color I need from the starter set of Reaper paints. I explore a bit with different blacks, whites, and primary colors, but otherwise, I never feel the need to get anything else. So, where does the attitude about not mixing paints to get colors come from? Um, am I wrong, or uh, am I encountering the the wrong people? Um, and I think that's this probably a very deep question, actually. But we can do a, a yeah. quick treatment. But um, like behind me in my shot, I have like a hundred bottles of different color paints and in theory you should be able to mix up everything you need from uh just a handful so mm-hmm. why why do we do this to ourselves <laughs>
0: um i mean specifically the reason that we as miniature painters are doing it is because and as much as we probably don't want to admit it like a lot of what we end up doing is paint by numbers right leather is Rhinox hide followed by Scrag Brown, whatever, whatever, you know, the fact that they're pre-mixed and, and there is just for ease of use and to make an army consistent. Of course, you could mix these colors, um, but, you know, unless you want to keep a book of, of mixtures, you're not always going to be a hundred percent the same. So I'd say that's more of why we do that than anything else. But I don't know if I've necessarily met people who don't like to mix colors.
1: So I think there is that consistency thing, Um, especially if you are painting like an army and you want them all to be the same colors. It is nice to just have a a bottle of the right shade of teal or or ultramarine or whatever. Um, But I think I actually think a big part of it is because very few of us came directly from art Maybe that's maybe a, more and more now too, yeah. as the hobby is getting bigger and bigger, um, but I think that the people who just started by playing by seeing Warhammer at the mall twenty years ago, um, most of those people were not artists first. Most of them were were, were nerds and and uh, yeah yeah video games or, or card games or whatever, and. their understanding of art came from what uh mostly Games Workshop maybe like Vallejo were trying to sell them in terms of what they needed for art supplies and Games Workshop wants to make sure that you have all of their three dollar five dollar eight dollar paints or whatever it is and so yeah um I I think uh, there is definitely an argument to be made about having a a smaller range of paints and building up the confidence and the familiarity and the ability to mix the colors of paint that you want. I uh, I think it's awesome that uh, uh, JB here is you know has the skills to do this and the confidence yeah. to do this. That is awesome. Uh, right out of
0: the gate, yeah.
1: As as somebody who would like like I certainly didn't start out as an artist but I would like to someday be more of an artist but um you know the three primaries and black and white it's actually pretty hard in my experience to get a lot of the color wheel actually um and partially yeah. that's my fault but I think there I think there are some gaps in what the primaries can do especially if you're not very good at mixing um but well, if
0: I there's there are some things about the kinds of paints that you're mixing like the the primaries that you're mixing aren't necessarily actually primaries sure right Yeah. Um, and that's part of the thing that people don't actually like about the fact that there are these individual colors is because yeah your, your Mephiston red isn't exactly red is it necessarily so if you start mixing with game colors Citadel you know whatever brand I'm just saying like war game paints. Um you're not necessarily gonna get true results. So you might get weird stuff. Weird browns, weird greys, weird desaturation issues. Yeah. So it's not exactly Yeah. I'll
1: have to good. look into what um what's in the starter set from Reaper Paints. Because I know like a lot of the paints that we use in our hobby are a mix of like many different pigments in there. Yeah. So if you yeah. mix you know, a couple of bottles of this stuff, you end up with like a paint mixture that has like seven different pigments in there. And that's not going to give you a bright green. That's going to give you a nasty brown green. Like that's
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But in general, I think mixing it is, is an awesome skill. If you can do it, that's great. Um, Most of us were, we're not artists and so we use just having the exact colors we need as a crutch and every once in a while it is actually convenient to have that crutch, but.
0: Well, it is, especially when you're trying to mix something that's vibrant, because it usually ends up not going that direction. Obviously, there are things that you can do to get those vibrant colors. Um, But yeah, like you said, it's not like most people coming into this are coming at it from an artist background or, you know, even took art in high school, for that matter. Like, you probably didn't, you know, a lot of us. Um. Yeah. So having like a really bright, vibrant green, you know, unless you know exactly how to mix those, we probably don't have that many paints that would actually get that from like a Citadel paint line. I mean, I've
1: heard that it's part of like some good art classes to just mix the color wheel from, you know, three colors. Mm -hmm. And that is, (laughs) uh, I have a lot of respect for someone who can actually do a good job at that. It is. Uh, my understanding is that it is not as easy as it's supposed to be.
0: It's, it's not, um, I do have some experience in this. I've, I've taken lots of art classes, especially in college. Um, one of the assignments that we had was to mix like a, a basic color wheel and like a CMYK color wheel. Um, and then do, uh, the gradation, right? Saturation levels. But part of the thing was to, as a test, was to Xerox the dried paint swatches that were in order um, next to a black and white scale to try and, and like we were graded on how close we were on that black and white scale. So it was a, it was a pretty interesting uh, exercise. But um, yeah, not something you do every day.
1: Right. Yeah. And uh, again, this gets a little bit back into that Chimera line of paints of, of yeah. really emphasizing the single pigment paints and emphasizing, you know, mixing what you want mm-hmm. for colors. And um, I'm I'm glad that that movement exi- is, exists and is starting to become more popular in the hobby. I think that's yeah. great. So
0: I've been pretty interested in Chimera paints for a while. I
1: still haven't pulled the trigger, but I, I will. I, I will someday.
0: Yeah. Yeah, as far as as far as um, what did JB say? Is attitude about not mixing paints? Like people have that attitude. I would just suggest that whoever you've been talking to doesn't actually understand what mixing paints is or does. Probably isn't coming from an artist background because, guess what? Like, mixing paints has been the thing yeah. for. i
1: I wonder where that comes from um you know we don't know who your friends are or make in front of you there jb but um (laughs) i definitely know people who who get like the brand loyalty to i could see that you know like no you're supposed to paint with i don't even know what the gw paints are called You, you need to use hydra turquoise what are you doing like it needs to be bloodthirster red like um, so tech green the the people yeah. who develop a, a loyalty to the the brand and then you know from that to uh, you
0: know, uh
1: mephiston yeah. red is best red i, I don't know but
0: <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> is that right <laughs> yeah it's fine yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But you can also mix don't, don't worry about red. the haters that's that's always our advice yeah yeah exactly
0: yeah it, i mean a lot of times when people come at you you know with I don't know, not understanding, or just, they, they don't get it, right? They just don't yeah. understand Wh- what do you're doing or why, why you would do you have a skill that I don't have? That yeah. skill
1: is stupid because I don't have it. Yeah. 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 Don't worry so about it. So it's
0: just not, not even anything yeah. to worry about. Yeah. But welcome to the hobby. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm glad you're here. <laughs> uh, Was that it? Was that what we were doing today?
0: I I, I guess so. <laughs> I I thought, I thought, we are, we are pushing. We are pushing on that timer right now. Yeah. All right, we can, we can close it out. You know what to do, Casey. All right, I all give right, you permission. Right. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I see now I'm all messed up. I see, I, I got a whole transitional thank thing. Thank you again just, on for joining note. us
1: on another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing mm-hmm. this message with your hobby friends. As always, we appreciate you for listening, and we will talk to you next time.
0: We will talk to you next time.
1: Awkwardly stare at the camera. Matt knows what to do. Yeah. He knows.
0: Well... That's bad news.
1: How long had it been stopped for?
0: My guess is maybe 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, the real question <laughs> yeah. is whether it uh, completed the file and saved it properly before it just turned the fuck off,
0: huh? Don't say that shit, man. Fucking <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I was joking about that fucking cat meme and all that. No, uh... we're not... <laughs>
1: Damn Dude, it. if the first hour and a half was just that cat, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm in. That's fine. Right. Like, it it literally won't affect anything about the video. Like if we literally just weekly changed out the memes. Oh no, it, it wouldn't affect anything. It's just at all. what. It's, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. It I held up some some, some. That's true.